Hello, I'm Andrea Graham and welcome to Mumsy Thoughts, the podcast. Here to inform, inspire and transform the minds of mothers. And today, I'm in conversation with Alison Tipping and Rachel Carter as they share their story of love, support, sisterhood, strong friendship, motherhood, whilst raising two daughters of dual heritage. Something it's finding a, a, a mentor, a model, or well, some mentoring, role model. I mean, it's a really interesting mm. point because I think that's what many young people lack. And I, you know, bear in mind, I work in quite a political environment. I'm and I don't. Say, I, I'm not <laughs> going to say what I do. Yeah. Um, but there is that need, and mentoring is the sort of key word at the moment in all sorts of different ways. Yeah. But actually, if you have somebody as a mentor who understands you as a person, understands your journey and your experience, and is, you know, definition of mentoring is somebody who you, you, you can pass on your knowledge, pass on your experience, and you're further along that path. Mm, yeah. And I would say, reflecting on it, that if, if somehow to try and find a mentor for that young person, right, okay. yes, understands their experience, yeah. understands where they're at, and yeah. they can use language and have an honest and real exchange where it helps. That, that would be my yeah. strongest Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah. Would you also say, because for instance, you, Alice, um, Rachel, had Alison. Yeah. Alison yes. had yes. you. Yes, yes, So in a yes. sense, you had similar journeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yes. you know what I mean? Raising your daughters. Yes. So you had each other. And so, the daughters had so, each other as the, well. Right. So, yeah. so would you also say then, the mother that's listening to this now, mm. find yourself someone oh, yes. who has also yeah, gone I ahead think, of you as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I think that's definitely. really important yeah. because it's not just the mentor for the child, it's the mentor for the parent. Yes. yes. Brilliant. So it's somebody who, who will understand your journey um, and I think that's yes, what we, yeah. we've done. And I had somebody, actually, who has a daughter three years older than my daughter, who was my neighbour further down the road, yeah. who was at my daughter's birth. And she also had a mixed-race child. And so she was also, she was like a mentor to me. Yes. And I didn't, Yeah. people present, people, things yeah. happen, and then you just go, oh, yeah, this person's on my journey. Mm. So it's sort of mm. how you mm. work mm. with that. Mm. But... That's the strongest piece of advice of all of you. Find yeah. people like you yeah. Yeah. who understand, and then you can short circuit. The language becomes less important. Yeah. It's like real. It's exactly. about the Straight it's, to it's the point. And, yeah. and then just following on from that, find people that can support you and whatever. But don't feel guilty that you can't do that because you don't have that experience because you can do something else. You can yeah, do yeah. the bolstering of the, the child's happiness regardless to everything else because you can't cope with that because you don't know. It, it may be in some cases, yeah? yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. No, it yeah. definitely makes sense. Yeah. And I think there's also important to, to point out this, this whole notion, you know, language takes on its own journey doesn't it and different periods it's different language but this yeah. everybody now is talking about unconscious bias just explain what that is for well, someone that doesn't may not understand bias what that is is where you hold views and beliefs that you where you make judgment and you don't necessarily recognize that in your own in your own thinking so you might have a view about somebody who's shorter than compared to somebody who's taller somebody who's fair compared to dark somebody who has a disability who uh, against somebody who doesn't somebody who's black mixed race or 
your heritage or what you know you, yeah. you hold views but you don't necessarily recognize them in yourselves yeah and so you make judgments you make you know you you unconsciously yeah yeah and and actually when those are challenged you start to unravel and unpick it and mm. you just go okay so you know it's that whole thing if you're interviewing somebody for a job they're walking through the door you make judgments they say yeah. in 30 yes. seconds i reckon it's less than five it's mm. five to seven yeah. yeah no between three yeah. to yeah. three yeah. to five I seconds agree. straight away you make yeah. a judgment and it may be about their shoes mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it could be about the haircut yeah literally it could be yeah about all sorts of th- things and it's this recognition that actually and, and this is where i do become challenging about this is in education i think there's still a whole thing around sexuality and gender and um, I'd say where people are trans or they're sort of ex- exploring their own sexuality becomes something and certainly in the area that we live in is more tolerated and understood but I think there's still unconscious that there's lower expectations there's no question for me my daughter went through the comprehensive system um, state system there was lower expectations on her right and um, and all of her friends who were like her. Right. Your daughter had a oh, different experience, but... It, yeah, but yeah that, that was really interesting, because my daughter went through the private school sector, and where she was highlighted all the time, and, and, and photographed even, um, constantly for their promotional material. We had to get her in there yeah. um, as our... Yeah, it was as our token black person. She was the only uh, black girl in her whole whole year um yeah so there was there was yes there was a bias towards yeah it's life isn't it i don't know what to say i'm exhausted i don't know the answer this is is brilliant what you've been sharing i'll tell you now okay what you've been sharing is so valuable because the thing is you've been on your journey and for instance there's people that might have been successful in business and people say right how how did you get here it's not until they look back and yeah. start to track their yeah, yeah. thoughts, their emotions, mm-hmm. who was around them, all yeah, the steps. Yeah. Then they write these books yeah. and, and then they're able to help other people to go through mm. business and not make the same mistakes, mm. right? Or mm. just make it a bit easier for them or mm. tell them what to do. So, for instance, there's a mother sitting down right now listening mm. and thinking, you know what? Oh, my gosh. So me feeling that way, I'm normal. Yes, yes. I'm yes, actually yes. normal. And we didn't have that. Exactly. Yes. There wasn't yeah. anywhere to go. Exactly. Um, exactly. And, exactly. And actually, we didn't have the confidence to have the conversation. I think I yeah. probably did with you. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were sort of a sort of understanding, but you certainly didn't have that conversation with those around you because you had to take responsibility that you had consciously. Yeah. Chosen. Yeah. To have yeah. a mixed race mm. child. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. with that comes a responsibility. And I think that's the key thing to say is that it's it's a responsible position that you are then, ex- you have to then think about what you put in place, what their experiences mm, are, mm, mm, mm. what they're exposed to, okay. such that they as young adults can start to understand yes. who they are. Yes. And I would say both of our daughters yeah. are really clear about yeah. who they are. Yeah. But it's interesting in what, you, what yeah. you say there, it's a responsibility, uh, you know, it's an enhanced responsibility, enhanced, um, is that the right word? I don't know. 
everyone who gives birth to a child has a responsibility for that child. It's a heightened responsibility. It's a heightened, yes, yeah. not enhanced, a heightened responsibility. Um, you do the best you can. You're not given a book about parent. We all know that. It's always yeah. been the same. Yeah. And it will always be the same. You can read books on uh, yeah. bringing up children. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day... Um, it gets down to experience and how, who you've got around and things like that. You do your best. But when you have one of, of a child of mixed mixed race or disability or gender issues, then then you've got an extra resp- responsibility. But And that responsibility, you can't necessarily cope yourself because you don't have the experience, but we live in a world where you can find people and help and mentors, as you've mentioned, and and podcasts and yeah. talking about it you know communicating about it yeah just just following on from what you're mm. saying there as well Alison in relation to enhance mm. now you have instilled in your 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 daughters who they are you've come from what what I'm hearing from you both is that you still you instilled identity mm. who they are for who they are for mm. their authenticness mm. for who they are uniquely they're unique beings. Yes. You said set aside the, set aside the yes. colour. Yeah. Let's focus on who you are. Yeah. And that's very, very important. So really, what it is that you're really managing is outside expectations. What to expect from society, how to manage society then. Yeah. Would you, would you yes. say? I'm, I'm asking I, a question. I would, and I think the, per, the and I think they have, and I, you need to ask them how they got it. Did they get it from us and everything we did? Yeah. Or did they get it from their own podcast? My daughter goes to sleep listening to podcasts yeah. with uh, talking about black hair, talking about black issues, talking about um, gender issues, talking about whatever. Is that where the identity came in this society from external things about coping with this? Because, and I think that's where the the daughters need to come into this conversation because we can only do so so much. Mm. I, you know, our daughter's friends, where they are of mixed parentage, which is normally your daughter's friends, because I'm trying to think of (laughs) mine. they have different. Do they? Do you think they have different approach? Do you think something different happened to them, or do you think they're all the same? They've no, all got not, that. We can't say that. No, no. Everybody has an exactly. individual experience, and the temptation is to protect them. Yeah. And you just sort of think, right? I'm going to hold you in this place yeah. where you're going to not have these experiences. Yeah. And and then guilt kicks in, and you think, right? I have chosen, particularly in having moved out of London. I think. My daughter recently has returned to live in London and she just said to me, oh, mum, I feel completely like everybody else. She feels very, very comfortable. She's living in the same part of London that she was brought up. In fact, she was born at Paddington Hospital and she lives within walking distance at Mary's Hospital. Yeah. So she's really comfortable with that. And there is that temptation to try and protect. And... We have to take responsibility for that. We have made choices, and therefore, that's the the dilemma: is they haven't chosen to be who they are. No, they haven't chosen mm. to to have dual heritage. But we that's something that's happened, and it's how we support them to be the best they can be. Uh, yeah, I and understand. to be as strong yeah. as possible, but to navigate the world and to, mm. but also to when they. Ha- when we have uncomfortable conversations, which 
both of our daughters do yeah. because they're quite strong yeah. young women yeah. they will be challenging of that and say this is what it feels like for me yes it's almost almost them saying do you realize what you you have brought us into this world yeah. this yeah. is now what we're exposed to and you have to just accept that they have a perspective that is you know it's, it's we made those choices all very liberal and yes it's fine to have a, a, a mixed child but actually they're the ones living it we're not yeah. but, and but so that's where yeah. the responsibility yeah. lies is that we have and I would say to listeners as well, is mm. that education, mm. yeah, that exactly. sort of um, conscious sort of exposing them and ensuring that they they have a sense of their own identity. I, I can remember years ago working, and, and you know, there was often young people who, who were adopted, who were placed, who were mixed race of, often, who yeah. were placed with all white families. And I don't have a problem necessarily with that, but then there was no cultural responsibility right, and, right. and exposure for those young people. And, and I worked with somebody years ago and who did not identify in any way with, with her colour. Okay. Because she'd been brought yeah. up in a way where no, it had never been talked about. Right. It was never referenced. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where we're mm. different mm. is that yeah. we have... Yeah. I mean, yeah. you and I are different in, yeah. in as much as we both have taken that responsibility. Yeah. Yes, yes. And they... As I say, it may be a follow-up conversation is with them. Yeah, that's I, I exactly think that would be really great. Yeah. Just, just want to instill one yeah. here. So, going back to this article yeah. that I, I, I oh, talk yeah, offline, yeah. this young girl, ladies, also said regarding uh, par- parents, parents of mixed race uh, kids have a huge responsibility to instill a sense of self-worth, which is what you've been talking about, say, yeah. and yeah. self-confidence yes. within their children. Exactly. The f- their first has to be a sense of truth within, which is what yeah. you're talking about, Alison yeah. and Rachel. A sense of truth within the home that makes the child comfortable bringing race up, yes, which yes, is what you've done. Yes, yeah. Taking the attitude of being colourblind will not help your child grow, yeah. which is what you no. talked about that no. last young yeah. person. In fact, it will only confuse them more when they have to identify racial discrimination. It, yes. Yeah. So this is coming yeah. from a young um, dual heritage person who was raised in a mixed parent home. And that's her, her outlook. But it would be great to speak to your daughters. We'll see if we can do that yeah, at yeah. some point, maybe. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the show, we're going to have, um, at the end of this podcast, what we're going to do is have a summary. Mm. And we're going to just say some points in relation to, you know, what would you say your five, your five things you know, of raising mm. dual parented, a dual parentage mm. child mm. would yeah. be the five yeah. things that you would yeah. say to pass on to someone to, else to help them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what, what would that well, be? I mean, picking up from what yes. you just read yeah. is you've got to talk, you've got to talk about it and, yeah. and acknowledge it and recognize it. And so the it being the fact that they are mixed, that they are not, they are a mix of different yes. cultures, different races, and um, and how fabulous is that? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's what, a celebration. It's a celebration of difference. Of, yeah. Um, what else? I, I I really would think the thing about mentoring is really important is to find somebody that and it could be a relative, it could be a friend, it could be a neighbour, could be somebody yeah. that, that that young person has access to to express and explore their own personal identity. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yes. So that's two. 
um, communication, mentoring, and I think as as that lo that last paragraph was instill. It's all to do with having a strong identity, having you know a strong worth about the child. That's nothing to do with anything yeah. other than the child, a resilience. Yeah. yeah, because as I said, I think it's that resilience. And, and what we instilled, in addition to everything else, but if we took all that off, we have strong, and we're talking about daughters here, strong, independent women who who can stand up for themselves. Yeah. You know, because we can't protect them from that, but if they can stand up for themselves and, and, and intelligently answer back, yeah. actually yeah. that's not the case, yeah. and I don't want it like that, and this is why... Well, thank you. My job's done because I but I, I can't do anything. You know. Another point would be about conscious, being conscious, yeah, of difference and conscious and being not conscious of difference. Mm. Well, conscious that your child is different from you, yeah, and that actually what comes with that is a responsibility. Yes, yes, to support them. Yes, as you said, like you know where, where you know people are being dropped into the let's say all white or black families and they haven't consciously said to the child or worked with the child saying you know this is the other side of things yeah yeah, yeah. so that leaves us one more oh okay and lots of prosecco no um <laughs> which we're no. enjoying right now by the way <laughs> and strawberries um no and um and <sighs> don't okay, i was gonna say keep it in, what were you gonna don't say give yourself a hard time yeah i was gonna say keep it in perspective that's exactly what i was gonna say you're doing the best you can. And you have got a heightened um, responsibility there. But don't. Just do the best you can. You know what? Love your child. And they will love you back. And they will become loving people. And, and, and communicate with them, you know? And don't Fantastic. give yourself a hard time. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, Rachel and Alison, that's you. been a great conversation. And I think they're probably going to need to be a part two. I think so, I think with the so. girls. And I think with the be, girls, but also some more how-tos, I think will be really great. Because the bottom line is, we have more young mothers who have similar cultures to yourself, who will be raising dual heritage, or as your girls call themselves, brown girls, who will need to be having your, your advice, mm -hmm. what you think, your help, your experiences, which will what I would say is really cut down some emotional, um, some negative emotional experiences that you may have gone through but helped each other through. You may be able to help them to prevent that at all yeah. by what you teach or by what you say, yeah. okay, here's what we did to get past that. Actually, if I spoke to my, I don't know, 36 year old self back then, here's what I will tell Rachel now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Do, do you know what mm. I mean? Can I just mm. say one mm. more please, thing? Please, please. Is challenge schools. Mm. Challenge education, yeah, yeah, because I think that's really important. Because, mm. and and you know, I'm conscious that we're talking about. I don't know where the podcast will be available, but in London it's maybe different, and as cities, but outside, schools need to understand that. Yeah, and I think challenging a teacher to understand that how they their expectations of that young person, mm. if they if you feel that they're not having the expectations that they should have of that young person, then challenge. Mm. Because that's really, really important. Okay, fantastic. So, okay. 
That was our first mumsy, mumsy thoughts, I call it. That was a really long mumsy thoughts, but I think it'd be very, very helpful. So just to recap, um, Rachel and Alison's top six points for now are talk about culture and race and different races. Um, mentoring for your child, for the young person to help them to express themselves and also to help them to explore their uh, their personal identity. And also, what have I written here? Institute strong worth and resilience. Instill. Instill, Instill. sorry. Yeah, Can't yeah, read yeah. my writing. Let's pause, edit that out. Let's start again. So, Rachel and Alison's top six are talk about culture and race, different races, mentoring for your child as well for um the young person for your for, for your children to express themselves and explore their personal identity and also instill strong worth and resilience you've definitely done that with your girls i've seen it for myself <laughs> and um you know being conscious as as a mother of difference that your child is different from you and um you know being responsible for that and being responsible to you saying, I think Rachel and Alison Twick, to, to give them the experience of the different cultures. Mm. Be aware, if you need to get a mentor yourself, please find one to help you to be able to explore the differences that you are different from your child and the best way, you know, that mm. you can help your child. And um, also challenge education. Challenge the expectations that your teachers have for your child. Don't just allow them to put marks on your your child's reports. Challenge that C. Why isn't it an A? Challenge, challenge, challenge the expectation of education. Mm. And also, last but not least, keep it in perspective. You're, you're doing your best. Don't be so hard on yourself. Right, ladies? Yeah, definitely. That's number six. I'm yeah. sure we're going to be back <laughs> with more. So thank you so much for listening. And uh, please join us again for our next podcast of Mumsy Thoughts. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It was lovely. Mumsy Thoughts, the podcast. Here to inform, inspire and transform the minds of mothers.